This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Put your hands together from my brother from another mother. You know, things happen. Uh, when we were born, you know that already. Uh, so, so the housemaid made a mistake and poured uh, the bleach on him. And I escaped the way I came from the dust. Can you squeeze your neighbor's hand and say, you look better today than the last time I saw you. Share your secret with me. Now, if that neighbor is not smiling, that neighbor may be a suspect. And I know there are no terrorists here. Amen. You may be, uh, you're already sitting before I told you to sit. Okay, you can formally sit now. Uh, Dad, we really want to appreciate you. And Mom, thank you very much. And, you know, sometimes we do this and it's like we're trying to be formal. But that's the truth. You are so loving. I used to be scared of you from a distance uh, until I came close and I realized it's just like Jesus. People are scared of Jesus, but he's got a sweetheart, uh, everything sweet spirit. And when you're around him, because I used to hear my dear friend, Dr. Allen Berg, say they went for holiday and, and they spent one week. And I'm thinking, what are you saying? He doesn't say anything. He's just in the spirit. So how do you cope? But when I, we, we visited you, I, I, next year I want to come do holiday with you. I'm inviting myself, mom. If it's fine. Can we celebrate our dad and mom? Stand up on your feet. Let's give them a great hand. Hallelujah. Wow, wow. You may be seated. Like, uh, I bring you greetings from Namibia. They call it the land of the brave. And I'm here with my beautiful wife. You know, she's the most beautiful woman on earth. Titi, uh, can you stand? Let them see you. you. You won't miss her. She looks just like me. And I got my two beautiful daughters, and they are still very much available. Sarah, Minister Sarah, and Minister Maranatha. Where are you? Are you somewhere in the audience? Stand up, let them see you. You see my daughter, very tall. And that's Sarah over there. And our PA is also here. Where are you, Nangi? Okay, thank you. God bless you. Thank you for being a good PA. I want to share on what I tried to no retreat, no surrender. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter number 11, verse 12. From the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. Hit your neighbor high five and say, you need force. You can't be a Christian and be weak. From the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers assault, reproach, ridicule. And only the violent will take it by force. Now, I know some of us are... Your temperament is calm. You are the type that will never want to hurt anyone. 
But if I come with a live wire, electricity, electricity, and put it on your skin, all your gentility, all your calmness will go through the window. So when you're in trouble, honey, it's a matter of life or death. You have to take a stand for what you believe. If there's ever been a time and a season when the church of Jesus is under attack and is under assault, it's now. And we're not going to back down. We're not going to sit down and watch and let the, the, this world economic nonsense that they call WEF and, and the who, WHO, mess with us because God did the perfect work. When Jesus hung on the cross, he did not say, I'm finished. He said, it is finished. And so, I don't know about you. I can be nice, but don't mess with my heritage. I, I'm going to be like Peter, chop off your ear and then get a positive to put it back. Look at your neighbor and say, no nonsense. <laughs> Proverbs chapter number 30, verse 30, the lion, which is, a mighty, which is mighty among animals and does not retreat from anything. Proverbs 28, verse number 1 in the Amplified Translation, it says, the wicked flee when no one pursues them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. You can't be righteous and be a wimp. You can't be righteous and not be bold. For you to take back what the enemy has stolen, you must be bold. Look at your neighbor and say, you must be bold. Say, this your gentility is giving me a concern. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 30, and because of time, we will not read it, but many of Bible students know this, and we're in a household of faith where almost everybody has been to Bible school or about to go into Bible school. So there, Ziklag was attacked, and the children, the women were taken, and when David and his men came back, they discovered what had happened, and so they began to, everybody was weeping. And when men weep, then you know there is serious trouble. Because traditionally, we are trained that even when you feel pain, you shouldn't cry. And you know, some people even take it to church that when the Holy Spirit is moving, they want to be dignified. And they look at people like suspecting them. Why are they laughing? What's there to laugh? And what's there to cry about? Why are you falling? We used to have a, a, a deacon in our church. We undeaconed him a few years back. <laughs> and this deacon, he didn't quite understand. I don't know how I got to ordain him, but I did. And so he didn't quite understand the things of the spirit. So we had a guest speaker or minister who was ministering, and he was laying hands on people. And even, you know, some people were on the floor just falling under the anointing. And when the, this guest speaker went to him and laid hands on him, he, he, he positioned himself and pushed back. And, and he said, I'm not weak like the others. He, he, he's not going to push me. 
So we said to him, no, no, this is not pushing. This is the Holy Ghost. He said, no, I don't know what Holy Ghost the others got, and they are falling for nothing. I, I, I'd like to stand. And he didn't quite understand, but I'm telling you, when the power of God comes upon you, everything about your personality will get out of the way. And I believe we are in a time now that we have to take a stand and tell the devil we are drawing the line in the sand and you're not going to cross this line. If you cross it, you are in trouble. It's important to let him know that because that's what happened when Ziglag was burnt down and the people began to cry. And they, they even spoke about stoning David. And David encouraged himself in the Lord and asked God, what should I do? God didn't say, well, they've stolen it. Just let them go. I'll give you another one. For me, what I have and what is stolen and what is yet to be, I want everything. Because some of you don't know my story. I come from a background where in our village, the poor people call us poor. They were able to identify that we were poorer than them, even though we were poor. And my dad never owned a house till he died. And it was looking like this was going to also be my story. At 1050, went to the bank to ask for loan. They said, you know, they, 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 they kept dribbling and dribbling until I turned 60. Then when I got to 60, they said, you are an investment risk. <laughs> so I, I, I said, okay, now I realized that I, I'm, 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 without knowing it or realizing it, I'm about to relive my, my, my father's, you know, old life. So I told myself, I'm going to take what belongs to me by force. He may not have had a house. He may not have had a bicycle. He may not have uh, gone to school, but I'm going to get everything. And I'm going to make sure my children have even more than double of what I have. He died and didn't leave me an inheritance, but now that I'm righteous, the Bible says the righteous person will leave an inheritance, not just to one generation, but many generations, four generations. You know, I know some people like talking about the curse and generational curses. When you read the Bible in the book of Exodus, when it speaks about the curses, it says God will punish the iniquity, and it says to the third and the fourth generation, and a generation is hundred. And the time it was spoken is now thousands of years. But then he went on to say, but he, he, he shows his mercy, his kindness, and his goodness to thousands of generations. So the moment you come into Christ, whatever followed your lineage is broken. And all you need to do is position yourself and take a hold of what is rightfully yours. You can't be crying. You know, somebody says, I'm just going to cry so God can have mercy on me. God is used to water. He, he created more water than land. So you can't, you can't intimidate God. You know, Lord, if you don't heal me, I'm, I'm going to backslide. He's used to backsliders. 
So it's for your own good. You need God. He doesn't need you. He was God before you were, and he's going to be God after you've gone away from him. So it's going to be for your own good where you tell yourself, I am not quitting. I'm not turning back what God has given to me. I'm laying hold of it, and the devil is not going to take it from me. So I told myself, my dad didn't have it, but I'm going to have more. And if Jesus tarries, the day I die, I want my children not to cry. They cry with one, one eye and the other eye is looking at the inheritance. You know, where Maranatha, Sarah, they should just get up and say, the funeral should be done quick. I, I want to go get my heritage. Because you're not going to get inheritance when the man is still kicking around. He needs to die. Some people don't want to die. So that their children can have some. But you know what? I'm not into the dying business. Because I want to be like Paul. Paul is here. Timothy says the things that you've heard of me. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 and 2. Commit thou to faithful. He's speaking to Timothy. So Paul, first generation, second generation. Timothy, Timothy commit to faithful, third generation, to others, fourth generation. We are not supposed to die and live a generational vacuum. Dad is still alive and strong. And he has sons like Dr. Allen Beck. And Dr. Allen Beck has got sons like, uh, what's that your name again? I almost didn't recognize him because I was looking for the man, just saw the wife, and I saw some white teeth here. So I was wondering, did Wellington not come here today? Or, what, or if the rapture happened, nobody from KZN is going to be raptured, and I'm still here. You know, you know all the scenes of KZN, such that even when it rains, it rains more there. So what was I saying? What is it? Run here and tell me, my friend. Run here, tell me. Thank you. Generation. I was checking whether you were sleeping or still awake. Now, so is generational wealth, is generational blessing, generational outflow of the anointing that whatever God started doing through him, the sick are being healed without hands being touched. You know, because how are you going to lay hands when your church is now a mega church and you've got thousands? How are you going to lay hands on everybody? All you do, like Jesus, he sent the word and the word healed them and delivered them. So what he did, he does. He does, and your children do the same. While still alive, don't prepare to die. COVID tried to take you out, did it? It didn't succeed, and they are busy with some more. 2025, they say they're going to unleash another virus on the world worse than COVID-19. But I'm telling you, I'm not backing down. Those people, I'm, I wanted to go and sue Fauci in our court and let them summon him to come to Namibia and pay for every life that was lost because of a lie. We must take a stand. Leave inheritance for our children's children. And so David said, I'm recovering, not just some, 
but I'm recovering all. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you. I want all. I want all. So I said, I'm going to recover lands. I'm going to recover cars. I'm going to recover everything that is recoverable. And the, tech, the media team, if you've got the picture of that house from nothing, from nothing. Look at your neighbor and say he had nothing. Now, this, we bought this house on a 6.7 hectare plot of land from having nothing. My dad died with nothing. But I said, I'm going to take back what is mine. I am not waiting. The devil is a liar. So they're hitting down that old house because we are about to erect something new. Somebody's here. God wants me to prophesy to you. What your dad did not do, you're going to achieve double. What your mama didn't do, you're going to achieve double. You are not taking nonsense from the devil. If God be for you, who can be against you? No weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed outside the city. You can do it for this villager, he can do it for you. He can do it for you. He can do it for you. Don't sit down and take nonsense from the devil. Enough is enough. Jesus paid a full price. And what is ours? We are taking it back. 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 We are taking it back, not later, but when? Now. Look at your neighbor and say, my healing is not later, but now. My deliverance, when is your deliverance? Now. When is your peace? When is your joy? When is your prosperity? Now, hold it. Don't tell me you're black. I'm blacker than you. Money doesn't know your pigmentation. Hey. Can I talk to the township people? Don't, 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 don't use that your skin and terrorize people. Are you more black than people from South Sudan? The blessings of the earth are stored up for all. The king is served from the same. The poor and the rich, they have one thing in common. God is the maker of them both. Does not mean he made one poor. He created them both. But one made a choice. It's not where I'm coming from. It's where I'm going to. Destiny is calling on your name. Destiny is calling on your name. Destiny is calling on your name. What your dad did not do, you are about to change history. You are about to create history. You are about to move beyond where they say, people of your color will never do. People from where you come from, what part of town will never do. But because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If God be for me, who can be against me? Now, can I just go to my notes now, then we'll try and finish. God is not to blame for your ignorance or torment. God is not the one behind your troubles or woes. God is for you. 
He's not against you. Do not blame God when the devil is tormenting you. God has already paid for your salvation, your deliverance, your healing, and prosperity. Jesus has paid a full price by his shed blood. It is illegal to punish two people for the same offense. He's already carried your punishment and carried mine. So there's no need carrying what he has carried. It would be like somebody sitting in the plane and then ask them to give, when they get to the next stop before they proceed, and say, can I have my luggage? And notice the plane is really being overworked and I need to carry my luggage. Honey, I almost said dummy, but I'm not going to call you dummy. <laughs> you and the luggage are being carried by the same plane. So you don't have to carry luggage when he has already taken it. His shed blood paid for everything. It paid for long life. It paid for healing. Paid for deliverance. So for somebody to be sitting and waiting and praying and say, oh God, come and heal me. And that's why you never see the healing manifest because he's not going to come do what he has already done. He can't give you what he's already given to you. For example, come here, Dr. Johnny. Let's say Dr. Johnny wants my handkerchief. I haven't used it, so it's still clean. And, and he says, I want your handkerchief. Say it to me. I want your handkerchief. And, and if I'm giving it to him, should he be begging? Oh, no, Haruna, I'm begging. Really, you know, I'm really the, the CEO here. You know, uh, if, you, if you mess with me, next time, if they, they give you 30 minutes, I'll cut you to 20. <laughs> no, he, all he needs to do is what? Receive it. Healing is to be received, not be begged. Long life is a gift. It says, with long life, I will what? Satisfy you. It's like, mom, you have food, and then you call Titi and I, or oh, me, because I like food. Yeah. I like fasting, but not too often. So I'm eating, and then mom says, no, you should stop. I ask mom, why? She says, you should be full. Is it mom who cooked the food that you know my gauge or me eating? <laughs> who? I should know. And I know some people don't know when to surrender, when they're eating, and, and they eat, as mom said yesterday, until they become like this, and then they get on the scale, and the scale will say, one person at a time, one person at a time. Please, you notice I've never called anybody's name. So please, don't pick on me after the church. I never even planned this to be part of what I should have said. I don't know how it came out of my mouth. Just blame my speech. Don't blame me. And I know some people don't like food because they really want to slim, and they're so slim that they get on the scale, and the scale is saying, next person, please. Next person, please. But whichever way, you've got to take a stand. For whatever you believe, tell your neighbor, stand for whatever you believe. Why remain in jail when the prison doors are open? Why fight in the bush when the peace treaty is being signed in parliament? Why remain bound when freedom has been delivered? Don't blame the devil for what you are suffering. The devil has already been conquered. You have been delivered, so stand in your liberty. Stand for your rights in Christ. I gave you my, I need it now. Because <laughs> I'm sweating, brother. Is it fine? Yeah, fine. Thank you.
But you know, when I give you back and you use it, it's anointed sweat, brother. It is time to advance. Don't look back. Look at your neighbor and say, stop looking back. Keep advancing. Keep moving forward. Take a stand now and stand on your ground. No room for fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. It does not matter what virus is unleashed on the world. Jesus already settled the issue of my healing long time ago. Nobody will fight for you if you don't fight for yourself. Don't lie down and let them walk all over you. Refuse to be a zombie. Stand up and fight back. Every form of oppression and bullying and control, especially from this diabolic system that they are taking over governments, sovereign governments of nations, and a few people somewhere are sitting and deciding what should be. They've done it. And many people were ignorant when they did it in 2019. Is it 2020? When was COVID? I've even... I was fighting COVID throughout and the people behind it that I didn't, I didn't even have this thing of time. Was it 2020? 20, no, 2019 was when it was in Wuhan with the bats. Then it crossed over to America in 2020. But it was, do you know, COVID, COVID was already planned before 20, uh, 2005. They had everything, including the mask, the mask, and everything that you see now. And some Christians don't know. Lock down the church, nobody comes. But when there's a vaccine, the same church is open for people to have vaccine. So the virus knows when you are being vaccinated. You are in the plane. You are told you, you, sh you, shouldn't, you, should, you should wear your mask. Wear your mask if not there's a virus in the plane. But when you are eating, the virus is so, so intelligent. The virus will say, let me excuse this man. He's hungry. And then the, it will go somewhere and hide. Then come back. And then when you drink water, the, the virus will watch you. You finish it. And then it comes back. The devil is a liar. And children of God that are supposed to be led by the Spirit, we are led by WHO. They did it in the past. In the days of ignorance, we did not know. But now, we've caught their hands in the cookie jar, and they cannot go on anymore. The next time they come, push back. You see this church. Why should we close it? Dad, and if they close this church, we the sons are going to stand here and fight. You are not closing down. He's building his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Jesus is still building. Who are you to close it? Who are you? Few of you that are in parliament or in the senate. Who are you? You don't talk in tongues. We talk in tongues. You are sinners, rogues and thieves and corrupt. We are not corrupt. We, we, we watch over whatever is given to us. Look at the, 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 your, I almost said look at the devil. Look at your neighbor. And said, I'm not taking nonsense from the devil. Hallelujah. Take a stand now. Refuse to be a zombie. This is not the time to coward or be a wimp. 
It is time to be bold and courageous. It is time to fight back. Don't back down. It is time to push back. Tell the devil, back off. Somebody look at the devil. He's not here, but when you go out, you know, because some people think the devil followed them to church. Somebody came into our church and said, I see devils here, I see devils here. Oh, your people need deliverance. I said, they were all gone until you came. You came with your devils. You're going to take them back. He was a preacher. You know, not everybody that preaches from the Bible is talking sound doctrine. So you need to take a stand and say, get out of here. Somebody came and said, I want to deliver your people from demons, and they're going to cough out devils, and they will vomit out devils. I, I asked him, I said, look at our carpet. You think if we've been vomiting, you would have come in here and, and, and be able to sit. Demons are not in vomit. They are spirits. And the Bible says, cast them out. So I cast, you want to vomit, I don't stop you. And your tummy is upset, we've got a toilet. You're not going to mess with that. You see, some of you just let the devil have a, a run over you for nothing. But I'm the type that, you, I don't care if I'm going to be alone fighting, I will fight. Let them try another virus. If I will be the single person standing, you will hear. I'm, I'm telling you, let them try it in 2025. They will not. If they try, I myself will squeeze the life out of them. Who is WHO? A group of rogues and liars. They tell you to get vaccinated, but they didn't get vaccinated. They tell you that you shouldn't fly your plane, and they are flying their planes everywhere. It's a control mechanism. They want to put you under and step on your feet and say, will you talk when we tell you to talk? But not anymore. We caught them with a hand in the cookie jar. The time to be free is now. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But God will arise and shine. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.